0: I went to the women's prison to give a writing workshop to get the ladies reflecting on and writing about their lives. After getting through security, the prison librarian came and took me to the classroom where a guard was posted. Before the inmates came in, she warned me. Now don't expect too much from them because you will be disappointed. Some will be here just because they're bored and have no interest whatsoever in what you're doing. Some will challenge you and act up very badly. A few might just put their heads on the desk and go to sleep. I just want to prepare you. She had the best intentions in telling me this, but as I heard those words, I also rejected them. They were like incoming fire. My mind went straight into battle mode. No, I will expect and demand a lot from them because they have valuable things to contribute. Those who challenge me will be dealt with, including being ejected from the class. This is sacred work, and I can't allow anyone to ruin it for the rest of us. I'll explain it at the outset and meet them with heart wide open and fierce. Well, the best I can anyway. I admit I was nervous. Then my mind jumped to St. Teresa of Avila, the 16th century mystic and my go-to god woman. As she said, quote, I am here to be ruthlessly honest and endlessly tender hearted to the hurting places of myself and others." End quote. I vowed that we would write about and through some of our deepest wounds, and we would not despair. Enter 13 inmates, mostly in their twenties and thirties. One was a mother of three by the age of fourteen. Another grew up institutionalized. They had an almost pleading hunger to express themselves and to be heard. Well, all but three of them, the troublemakers. That unholy triumvirate tried it all to disrupt the class and get me off course. I stood in between their desks and conjured up everything I'd learned from my time as a college conduct officer. They kept pushing, and I kept trying to channel St. Teresa. She must have intervened because they finally settled down the moment I was going to have them ousted. What followed was an avalanche of stories from the class about being molested and or raped as kids, about addictions and about being abused or being the abuser. Yet I also heard of forgiveness, resilience, hope, and a determination to do better. Good medicine was dispensed in the spilling of those stories. And it probably helped that this group was nearing its release date. Anyhow, I'd been instructed to keep a physical distance from the inmates at all times. I forgot about that when we huddled together for a group photo that I still treasure. In it, we are as close as sisters and smiling. I've wondered how the workshop would have been different if I'd heeded the words of the well-meaning librarian. If I'd greeted the class in a defensive manner, expecting little to nothing. But let me be clear. I'm not the heroine of this story. The ones in the khaki prison uniforms are. I'm Loretta Hannon, and that's The View from My Front Porch.